1: Discounts not available in all states and situations.
0: There's no place to escape to. This is the last hot oh, yes. on the left. <laughs> your That's when the
1: cannibalism started. What was that?: oh, shit! So you don't listen to a lot of sad dance music. How can it be sad and dance music that doesn't make any sense? Have you ever been to a goth night in any way shape
2: or form? I mean, every 8th 8th uh, grade school dance, but it wasn't themed a goth night. It was just what the dance was.
1: No, you've never been to like at a bar, you never went to an 80s night, you've never been to 80s? a themed dance I've night. I've been to an 80s night. What's there's nothing goth about Flock of Seagulls. There, there's nothing more Honestly, ab- there is though. What? It is very flamboyant. They are very flamboyant. Goth is a very romantic style. I would not maybe not yeah. they're technically new wave. I'd put them new wave uh, well, in that world because they always show up in channel thirty three on my lithium. Boy George on, on my on my Sirius XM on my car.
2: Boy George is a you know a flamboyant performer. Elton John flamboyant performer. Goth is not flamboyant. I would argue Alice Cooper is more flamboyant than goth music.
1: Goth is very flamboyant. You just haven't that spent long enough time in the world. But I don't if you know. Had, if you had and went and spent any time within the goth community, the sheltering world of the fishnet-handed uh-huh. goth community, I love them. You would be able to go and you would see that sad dancing is a thing. Sad dancing uh-huh. is—it's peanuts. You see what I'm doing? You see how it's like I understand. Well, I don't want to wear fish nets. People are gonna
2: confuse me for a large tuna or something like that.
1: This inside stories. Not <laughs> very good. This
2: inside stories I am Ben. That is Henry Zabrowski. Man,
1: ooh, if you were just a big bellied tuna. Okay, are you? That hungry? would be such
2: a good get. Are you? you'd fit I'm incredibly hungry. Okay, well, we shouldn't do the show when you're hungry, because you just start fantasizing me as food that you want
1: to currently eat. I'm a a. Be- I'm better. As a comedian when I'm hungry.
2: I don't know. All right. You're better at your culinary bits. Yes, I will give you that.
1: Last night, I was watching Halloween uh, issues of Chopped, because Chopped oh, is now doing yes, Halloween stuff. Course. They're jumping in. And Martha Stewart, who's had some work done. Oh, leave her are, alone. I love Martha. You love that criminal? Honestly, uh, I do, honestly, she was Honestly,
2: yeah, yeah, she was totally railroaded. She didn't do anything wrong. But yeah, I do love Martha Stewart. I always have. And I loved her more after that wrongful conviction. Yes.
1: I think your revisionist history is very No, I'm not that's not she didn't she was
2: not insider trading. Out of all the people that were insider trading, Martha Stewart did not need to go away. All she does is give us great sheets and great recipe ideas. And it was also extremely funny and
1: great friends with Snoop Dogg. What she does, this, her best part of her is her relationship with Snoop Dogg, but I will say she is an elitist no, she's that not. is trying to create a, an elitist lifestyle that people have a hard time keeping up with. But I, I don't will say they so. did this thing last night where they had blood soup as no. one of the agree, ingredients to the chop basket, which I had never heard of before. And it's a blood based broth with spiced cubes of blood in it, <sighs> like these big, like yeah, edible blood. And I was like,
2: ooh yikes well I that would be one of the only times on Shopped I wouldn't want to be one of the judges that's for sure but speaking of food we have a quick update here we talked last week about this fig tree that supposedly grew out of the tummy of a man but evidently after some research this story has been debunked we always want to bring you the truth here uh, it turns out the tree was growing on a beach not in the mountains and the tree definitely hadn't sprouted sprouted from human remains so uh we we were we bought the story' it's, it's a fun story but Evidently, it's not true. So that's unfortunate. Why, and all- why don't we have fact checkers on staff? We I don't know. It's just you and I, and then Travis. Occasionally, we'll say something that that will prove us wrong. It, well, normally I just grab whatever I see and I believe everything first. Yeah, that's one of the problems I, happening with our society currently in
1: many, many no, ways. But I it's will true, say, yes. But at the same time, I view it also, it's a fun way of looking at your life. Sure. It's like I'm I'm looking at things with an open mind a lot of the times. The fig tree thing doesn't really, not that it, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter to me, but I feel like <laughs> of all of the things in the world yeah. it could have been, like, well, sure, yeah, maybe we're wrong about the fig tree. I don't know. Who knows? All right. Also, this is kind of interesting.
2: Obviously, we did our episode last week on last podcast on the left proper about the flat earth and flat earthers and um, – Kyrie Irving, I mentioned how Kyrie Irving was a flat earther and he's really, like, he was kind of one of the more famous flat earthers and he has recently apologized and it's pretty hilarious how he ended up apologizing.
1: Yeah, I really want to hear, I want to hear his statement. You
0: said you're joking and then you weren't joking. So which is it? Which side are you on? Well, I mean, uh, hopefully after this, I'm done answering. Good. Good. Let's clear it up for good. You never have to be asked again. People are going to ask me regardless, but I I think the the like what you say and what you do and and how you mean it. At the time I was like huge into conspiracies, everybody's been there, (laughs) everybody's been there like, yo, what's going on with our world? You know, like you click a YouTube click and it goes like how deep the rabbit hole goes. It's like, yo, you start telling all your friends like, yo, You see that? You watch this video. I'm telling you. And at the time, it was like I, you know, you're like innocent in it, but you realize the effect of of the power of voice. And and even if you believe in that, it's like you just like, well, don't come out and say that stuff. That's for intimate conversations because perception while well, you're received it just changes like no i'm actually a smart-ass individual like no I just yeah like, so it's not well, like it's not like i was just coming out and saying that so it was like at the time i just didn't realize the effect and right. i was definitely at that time like i'm a big conspiracy theorist you right? can't tell me anything Right. So I'm sorry about all that. You know, for all the science teachers, everybody coming up to me like, you know, I got to reteach my whole curriculum. I'm sorry. I apologize. apologize." Uh,
2: So this is it was an interesting apology because, first of all, I think he still believes the earth is flat. The thing he apologized for was saying it publicly and it's safe for intimate conversation, which makes me feel like this is pillow talk in
1: some really bizarre relationship. I mean, technically, in my relationship, it's, it's at the end of the night. It's right after anything that would have happened. Uh, you know what I will say is I actually think it's kind of a breath of fresh air. I don't yeah. care if he believes in it. That's kind of what we were talking about when we did the episode. I don't care what he believes sure. in. When it comes down to it, it's a, it's it's about your perspective. I, be, I believe in the idea of the sort of a chaos magic approach to life where if living on a flat earth helps you gain access to the magic juju you need in order to make money woo men and women and get power in this great world of ours then sure, then do that don that cap if you will. If it makes but, you feel good, as long as you don't trample over
2: us Globers uh, too hard, you know that's the only flip well, yeah. side to that.
1: He's allowed to believe whatever the hell he wants to believe and I believe in the idea of what used to be a healthy expression of researching into conspiracy theory and the idea of conspiracy, I believe in questioning our government and again it comes back to and, and the things that people tell us and what the history books say, that's a whole idea that's a part of I think teachers should be teaching like maybe if you don't believe Necessarily, everything I say, you should do your own research. Right? Everybody should go out there and find the base for their own claim. But at the same but- time, you do need to have a sort of standard
2: set of facts that are gr- agreed upon in order to have a society.
1: You know, it's it's interesting because I I don't know. I'm now reading The Dispossessed by Ursula K. Le Guin, and a part of what they talk about is this. It's again, it's a, a deep into a sci-fi book, so it's difficult to explain the total hmm. plot. But essentially, like. Anarchists left this uh, planet called Uras, which is cl- similar to our planet Earth, where they call them proprietarians. These people that believed in like commerce and, and rules and like like having laws, and it was a uh, ambitious society built right. towards. Uh, uh, Economic success, and so a breakaway civilization of true anarchists who do not believe in permanent rules uh, or laws, or and, but also do not believe in money. And th- these people went and lived on this this other world where they lived in sort of like a utopia, but not. Close to the technological advantages that Uros had, well, and basically their, co- their Anaris, their planet, sends their top scientists to go live on Aras and like learn the ways of the right? It's always right?
2: fun until you're lining up to drink the flavor aid, my friend. That is the well, only yeah. because society. We're not going to get it, but anyway, that's no, very interesting. The ice- t-
1: and also, but I didn't even get to my okay, point. point. part of point. it is. But understanding that maybe having a fluid idea of the general reality of life can maybe even help you. But the problem is about how you react to people saying that you are wrong. To me, it's like you could say a lot of things about how I shouldn't eat foie gras. And I'd be like, yeah, "Yeah, whatever the fuck it is that you want, sure, I'm going to eat it and do whatever. But I'm also not forcing you to do it. I'm also not going to have a histrionic right response to you telling me to not eat for a gras like with the flat earthers and the way they attack their and yes, tell people throw
2: blood on you as you're walking down the street and get your actual shoes that he does have ladies and gentlemen the Kyrie irving sneakers which are badass shoes you know that I it becomes do. a little bit more of a problem i'll fucking catch it in my mouth dude you always gotta flip it ah yes love it just learn to love it you know what you did not even realize that's what i wanted today Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. All right. <laughs> we also we have to do a little Casey Anthony update. She is. Oh yeah. Uh, she found herself under deposition. She is. She's going through a civil case right now. Roy Crunk. You remember Roy Crunk, Henry? Oh yeah.
1: He was the one that found the bodies. <laughs> he was the one that found the little girl who was just sticking around me like, "There's a skull up in here. It's a." Oh, man, I was hoping it'd be a skull ashtray, but instead it's the skull of a little girl. All right. Well, nonetheless, Roy Crunk, he
2: is suing Casey Anthony and her lawyers because they maligned him. They were looking for any scapegoat possible, and Roy Crunk was one of those people who was scapegoated. And under deposition, uh, she had to talk a lot about uh, the case, and we have some new revelations regarding her desire. I don't believe this was actually under oath, but this was talked about in an interview. She has... uh, Officially, come around to the idea, Henry, of having a child once again. Before she <gasps> said, "I don't want to do it, independent life." But now she might want to
1: be a mother again. Yeah, because the worst part in the world was that if I got too old and ugh, if I get too old and I have a baby and then it's like autistic and then I have to kill it again. Oh, <laughs> honestly, Casey, if you do have
2: a kid, you got you got one chance. You cannot do that again. Like you got to, I... like you can't
1: do that ever again. I have a. This is now maybe this is delving into the world of my personal erotic mythos, Mm -hmm. right? But we get OJ Simpson and her to have a baby, right? That is our reality show. It that's the show. Yes. But the only way to push it is that we got to get OJ Simpson over into. We got to get Kate. We got to get them together. And we got him to agree on it. It's going to take some money up front, which is what I think is that we take a year of what we've earned from last podcast. Okay. From now, save it. Uh huh. Give it to Casey Anthony. Mm-hmm. Do you have AJ, OJ Simpson's baby? Mm-hmm. So you want to you you sort of
2: want to be equated with um like the guy who produced bum fights. You want to sort of be in that world of everyone's like, oh, these guys are really horrible, scummy producers. We used to like their podcast, but now we don't like them anymore because they're exploiting two killers.
1: Exploding or the, or the victims of the killers. Either well, there's a lot of exploitation to go around. If we have them start working in a hospital or shadowing like paramedics. You want O.J. Simpson and Casey
2: Anthony. Your your mother is in there. Let's say your your wife, your future wife is in there. She's a little sick.
1: And you find out Casey Anthony is the nurse. I I what would are you going to do that? My problem is that. I, it would be on brand for both of us to go like, oh, dip, oh, oh, shit. I can't believe you're here, girl. Woo, woo. No, I, um, obviously it's very controversial. Yes. But I think that it's about what can we learn on the other side? We got to embrace the controversy, uh-huh. see our way through it. Like Shavak says in The Dispossessed, Pain must be fully endured in order to see the other side of it, and that's where true living and consciousness is. Well,
2: I'm not really understanding the analogy there. In, I don't in, know. Yeah, in, I don't know why. It doesn't I'm saying really that. relate at all to giving two killers a reality television show that then theoretically we would make
1: money off of. I the idea in the end, we're flipping it. Ah. We just start the show again. We just start the show, and I go as like Mister X. Okay, that's producing it. Um. Cavalier Malagio, that will be my <laughs> fake producer name, right? And Cavalier Malagio only speaks via like uh, those Skype things where we can't see them talking to the other end. Right. And I have a voice changer and I talk like this to them. No one has an idea it's me. So you had you we had just,
2: throat cancer for after years and years of smoking,
1: like leave on hell. Okay. Right. Poor, poorly. Oh on yeah. Help.
2: Don't bring. Oh, sad. But it's sad. Dirt farmer.
1: But we get the show going and then we sell it. And then you know what we do. This is called the Hegelian dialectic. Using the podcast, mm. we then create a movement against the show, where we then right. protest the show as ourselves after we've started it, which is what the government does all the time. Oh yeah, of course. And then we, we now control the opposition to it. We're getting we're getting crams on both sides. We're getting fucking ducats. From all ends. I love this it. This is me just spitballing. No, I actually really like it. It's what the Russians
2: did. It's what we do now. Everyone loves the FBI and the CIA. The government couldn't be happier with the current situation occurring. I totally understand what you're saying. Once again, I do think it would hurt our brand um, because inevitably we would be found out as both the perpetrators and the people against the reality program that we did put on air that we are making a lot of money off
1: of. I think people might just get mad. True fans will understand the coup that we have created. (laughs) And then what they will then know is that we can flip this upwards towards the government. Oh, right. Because, I mean, if anybody could make Mueller look like a rock star, right? Like, like, like the idea that we're all rooting for this guy. It's <laughs> very, no, very interesting I, for us.
2: I love German inspectors. I've always – there's I nothing love, wrong you that do. can happen there. You come from a long line. Of- okay. Well, let's talk about the FBI story. This story, Henry brought my attention uh, – br- Henry brought this story to my attention, and this one is just hilarious. It involves a wheelchair and a series of other things.
1: So – Long story short, there was a a man. uh, Police were called to the home of Gregory (laughs) Rodvelt, who had been ordered to turn over his property after his mother and her guardian filed a lawsuit against him for elder abuse, according to the 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 website that uh, that you could get the uh, for Oregon Live. Can I can I stop you there?
2: And I just have a question. This man is sixty seven years old. Isn't it just like peer? Abuse. Is it still elderly abuse? I, if you're in the I same
1: ballpark. Okay. I do not know. I do not know. Um, but he had a two point one million dollar judgment. Woo facing it so he was facing this he was supposed to turn over his house so but this is also this was not this guy's first brush with the law okay. um in 2017 the six, the then 66 year old got into an armed standoff with officers on an arizona highway in surprise arizona <laughs> police said in a news release which is really fun um it took him two hours three hours for him to finally surrender and then he was placed into custody and then in a, what? a reason i don't really understand okay so he was in jail up until then then they released him for two weeks, so we could return to his home and prepare the property to be forfeited. Okay. So in that two weeks, he somehow completely booby trapped his entire house. Okay. So when the county officials showed up to go and uh, to inspect the place sure. to see how much it's worth, try to get the money, there was a a sign that was just written out on his on his uh, driveway that said it was a warning of improvised devices. Right, that if you go and go onto this land, it is booby trap. So he warned you.
2: I mean, are we talking like is there going to be a vaudeville act or some sort of free range jazz performance? Is Drew Carey along with whose line is it anyway going
1: to show up? What they did was the first was a walk up to a car that they went and looked at that had the door was connected to these two mounted uh animal traps what like bear traps that could snap your hands if you open up the door of the car but, hold right? on. but the whole th- place is filled those were visible
2: they were visible okay but Booby what but, but the whole point he of booby traps is that it's supposed to be hidden and then you find yourself like in Vietnam you're like there's Listen. a lot of bamboo around here and what's that smell
1: Listen. i'm going to die now home home alone falsely educated our entire generation okay it does not only take three or four hours to booby trap your house. (laughs) He only had two weeks. But the one thing he did have is so so they walked up to the house and there was a trip wire attached to a hot tub that had been rolled up on its side on top of the hill that led up to the front door of the house. So if you clicked it the wrong way, if you walked over the trip wire and hit it, the huge spa would roll down the hill at you. Like the game. Like
2: an Indiana Jones. Yeah, like the game Mousetrap. Isn't that yeah. an ex- I swear to God, he based this entire thing
1: off of Mousetrap. He is very uh, technically smart, God. but not <laughs> kind of. And then finally, what finally happened, what ended up getting him in quite a bit of trouble, is that they opened the doors of the house, and there was a wheelchair they did not see that was rigged with some kind of device that had shotgun shells attached to it. The, the FBI agent... Moved the moved the fucking uh, wheelchair. It exploded and shot him in the leg. Oh my gosh! Um, and so now it's very very interesting because police found Rodvelt near a grocery store later that day to go pick him up, where he told them, "I wouldn't race right into that house of mine." <laughs> 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 which I said, which to me is just another example like we did with Killdozer of a reasonable man forced to do unreasonable things
2: yes i suppose so and just to put a button on the elder abuse lawsuit uh it turns out uh, he lost, he lost that. It turns out he was indeed committing acts of elder abuse. So it was a bad week uh, for this person. It was a bad week. I, I don't fully understand why he was let out of prison specifically, uh, you know, to get the house ready for auction. Um, it seems like a little strange to me after the standoff. It's surprising that he lived through the standoff in surprise Arizona to begin with, uh, being that there's no way that anyone consider this ma- could consider this man to be like of the utmost rational state of mind.
1: My question is, that is the mayor of Surprise, Arizona, is he like Mr. Misquitspit? You remember that weird creature from Superman cartoons? Oh, yeah. Is he like the Riddler? He could be. Is he always just going like, ah, oh, deceptions abound? Like, is he always deceiving people? <laughs> I don't um, know. I don't really understand. Yeah, always jumping out of closets and shit. That's got to be frightening, especially to the maids, because you never know when he's going to pull a Schwarzenegger and put a baby inside.
2: Oh, my goodness. Um,
1: but it says here, according to... Um, heavy.com. Okay. Gregory Rodvelt is a self-avowed sovereign citizen. <laughs> and then a part of it is that he brandished, a, he brandished a gun at somebody in the street, which is why he had to stand off with the police. Okay. He, and then he ended up being charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, resisting arrest, failure to comply with the police, and three counts of failure to mark explosives. Okay. um, But he is a straight up, or oh, he's a member of the sovereign citizen movement. Um, but how he, can you be a member? Uh, his,
2: this is the thing. When you see a bike gang and we're like the lone wolves, it's like you're not a lone wolf. You're part of you can't have um, you can't be plural at the end of lone or sovereign. You can't be part of a sovereign citizen group. That doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, this is very this is it's, I like the way they're putting this. All right. So J.J. McNabb, an anti-government extremism researcher, <laughs> uh, said that Rod is part of the sovereign citizen movement. All right. Uh, his 2017 arrest was listed in a report McNabb put together on anti-government extremist violence and, pa- and plots. McNabb says that a sovereign citizen is quote someone who believes that he or she is above all laws. Sovereign citizens are true believers. They generally entered the movement by buying into a scam or conspiracy theory that not only promised them a quick fix to their problems, but wrapped such solutions in a heavy layer of revolutionary rhetoric. Uh Once a sovereign feels the flush of excitement and self-importance that comes from acting as the David to the U.S. government's Goliath, Mm -hmm. they know with all of their hearts and souls that their research is correct— that their cause is just, and that anyone who disagrees with them is a criminal who deserves to be punished.
2: Uh Uh-oh. Well, I will say this. I do. I hold in high esteem people who take on the government and win. Our government has done some horrible things. Uh, Obviously, it's difficult to win against the government because they have endless amounts of money, and it's our money. So that's kind of a strange thing. You're always kind of fighting against your own bank account when you go against the government. But the one issue I do have with this guy is I don't understand why they gave him two weeks to decorate his house so they could sell it better. I don't, I don't understand, really understand like when he became like a home. What what's the name of those people who go into houses and set them for like a realtor? Like a realtor does that? Are oh, you mean like um,
1: like uh, f- uh, love it or list it or like house slippers? Yeah, like uh, yeah. He's going there with the Magnolia team. They get the big letters <laughs> on the wall. Him and, and fucking JoJo outfitting oh. it with all the ship lap because you really want to make it look good. And also apparently he in twenty sixteen. uh... Uh, Rodville and his dog were shot by his friend after they got into an argument um, about... Rodville became angry. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is pretty funny this man is a- rodvelt was the- i love these kind of guys it's like a joe exotic character popping out of nowhere rodvelt was a victim of a shooting in 2016 oh. in port ludlow washington according to a report from the time in the peninsula daily news rodvelt and his dog were shot by his friend during an argument that broke out while they were drinking and shooting guns <laughs> rodvelt was shot in the shoulder the dog survived oh good Carson told police he didn't mean to shoot Rodvelt, a friend that he hadn't seen in about 20 years, but he was just trying to scare him. Police said Rodvelt and Carlson went up to a wooded area to drink and do some shooting when they began fighting. According to the Peninsula Daily News, Rodvelt became angry that Car- Carlson was driving too slow and they began to <laughs> argue. Rodvelt then punched Carlson's right eye, according to the report, when they returned back to Carlson's yurt a tent-like structure, uh-huh. Carlson told Rodvelt to leave, and he went to bed. And then when he came out there, Carlson told the police when he woke up, Rodvelt's truck was still there, and Carlson then said he grabbed the shotgun, and when Rodvelt returned, he fired it in the general direction uh, of Rodvelt and his dog, and Rodvelt ran for cover, and it turns out I will say police said Carlson poured gin into a Gatorade bottle and sat down to wait for police to arrive. That's my favorite thing about the story. I will say if it
2: (laughs) hits the person, it's a little bit more than the general direction. It's like the specific direction of the person that you are aiming at. It is funny when sovereign citizens get together because I'm just going to say it. They don't make the best of friends. I don't know what they talk about. And obviously uh, they fight quite often.
1: Well, the same thing with the, the flat earth people. It's like how you're all trusting each other. When I listened to these group, I was listening to how many group fucking discussions I listened to of five flat earthers all talking to each other and being like, how do you even agree to have friendship? Right. If you can't agree on anything, if you are above all laws, like what about the laws of loving a friend? That's right. Like, And what do you think are the top five laws of loving a friend?
2: Being there for them in their time of need, compassion, listening- having them listen to you, and if they need help financially, you can financially help them.
1: Whoa, that's a big commitment. Yeah, that's
2: what a friend is. Otherwise, you're just a stranger.
1: Do you think a friend, a true friend, would lie to help you cover up your crimes? Uh, Well, depending on the crimes, if it's like bank, like what happened,
2: what's that, the name, like the song, this is what's so funny, the song End of Innocence. It's all
1: about, who sings that song again, Henry? (laughs) The End of Innocence is... Didn't we just talk we about just this? We just talked about this. We just talked about this. This is Don Henley. Okay, this is a Don Henley song, The <laughs> End of Innocence. This, is this the second time in a week or the th- three weeks that you've brought up The End of Innocence because, on Side Stories? Have I, did I do this on
2: Side Stories? We were just talking in I, private about this. Was this just us yes, talking this just about us. this? This song, ladies and gentlemen, you, I thought it was about some really deep emotional like transition into adulthood, I thought it was maybe about a divorce or whatever it could be. Don Henley's buddy got busted for investment fraud. He got sentenced to prison. On Don Henley, scribed end of innocence. So if it was yep. something like that, then I would hope he, that my friends would uh, you know would uh, would not give me up uh, or something like this.
1: But is it really the end of his innocence no. to be a white-collar criminal after the age of 40? No! Like that, It seems like there are many crimes. There are oh many times gosh. the innocence had ended leading up to that fact. Because white-collar crime is difficult to piece together.
2: Yes, it's very interesting. Either way, the Flat Earthers, they can all agree on one thing. They love the Boston Celtics because that's where Kyrie Irving plays. And he's going to have a great season next year. Alright, let's go over to the birthplace of the one and only Henry Zabrowski. We're heading to
1: Queens, New York, a My bu- Family, it's my city. Oh Queens. Oh how I love your soot covered stoops. Oh how mm. I love your cannolis mm. As far as the eye can see. Oh Queens. It is a beautiful Capsi's Jets jerseys in my uncle's gut. Hanging over his belt, and honestly, uh, take me back. If
2: you are in Queens, you got to try the cannolis. This is a little side note here. When it comes to Mr. Dukakis, who ran against, uh, uh, I believe it was W. No, it was uh, yeah, it was W. Bush, uh, yeah. He, or yeah, H. W. Dukakis who ran against H. W. Bush. He went to meet with these people in Queens, and this woman who had this cannoli bakery, or just a bakery, but she specialized in cannolis. She st- mm. she stayed up all night making him cannolis, and Dukakis oh. walked in, and she said, "Here's a cannoli, Mr. Dukakis," and he said he was on a diet and then the city hated him
1: forever <laughs> you're gonna take you're gonna take you Mama gotta Linone's take it. cannolis and throw them in the trash that's what we you do you're gonna that's come to my did. city you're gonna come to my fucking town so, that's a free ass cannoli i know
2: i know if you're in Queens, someone gives you a cannoli offers you a free cannoli just pocket it, it you, but you would have to take it and you, you do have to take a little bite
1: eat it you fucking eat it. Cannoli cream is one of the I would say of my favorite substances. <laughs> it's like nug. Cannoli cream is up there. Uh huh. Oh man. And then probably uh, uh, I would take a bone marrow Ugh. is in there too. Oh man. I mix them all up.
2: No, I would no, say no. Like
1: another two. I would say the cream inside of a yodel. When's the last
2: time you've had a yodel? I haven't had a yodel in a little little while, but they are very good. Um, Okay, so anyway. And, And coconut LaCroix. Yes, of course. I know you love that. Uh, you're like the only person on Earth that likes that, but that's okay. I think I think it makes me a part of an elite race. It does. Um, okay, so there was a body found in a BMW outside a Queens auto shop. Now, a man was found with a wound in his head. He was also dead, and he was in the backseat of a BMW in the parking lot of a Queens auto shop. The body was discovered at like 7 o'clock in the morning, It was, it, and the car was parked behind an auto zone. What I think is so interesting about this story is a worker at the shop found the body called nine one one. the dead man who was believed to be in his 20s had trauma to his head but his cause of death is not immediately known i'm gonna say it was trauma to the head and an auto zone worker just described the gruesome scene sunday morning this is what he said he said there was a lot of blood and the there was a lot of blood and brains next to the car the employee who declined to give his name and then he said this i had to clean it up it was nasty and that's my question here. There's a dead body in the parking lot of an auto zone and this worker at this auto shop, he had to clean up the blood. How yes. Don't you think this should be something where you get like a, a medical crew to come in? You got a hazmat crew to wipe up the blood. How does this man end up having to clean up a bunch of blood from a
1: corpse on a random Sunday morning? I tell you what, when you're in Queens, you start from the bottom, and that's the only way you can make it to the top. I agree. He knows that it's now it's about it's about cleaning up blood, but later, he's going to be the one making the blood. <laughs> I hope You know not. what I mean? And that's what any janitor really hopes for. But he's not Every a janitor. He's like a mechanic. And then they're like, you just <laughs> clean it. Don't. I mean, how
2: bad is this city that we don't have a hazmat crew that will just come and just do a little wipe
1: down of a man's of random blood? We definitely do. We definitely have enough of those people. I'm sure. We definitely have people that will go and do it, and they're paid a premium in order to do it. My thing about this story, it reminds me of fucking... Look at all these dead hookers in his trunk from Dirty Work. One the- <laughs> I've never seen so many hookers in my life. <laughs> Dirty Work is one of the funniest comedies <laughs> in the
2: history of the world. And I've been trying to, that's Norm MacDonald, of course, Artie Lang. It was Chris Farley's last film as well. And Chris Farley did a great job. And Artie Lang was super funny. Quite frankly, it was kind of Artie Lang's last film as well, for all intents and purposes. Yes, uh, not yes. to malign the man that you are on crashing with, Henry. Um, but yes, it's a very, very <laughs> funny scene. I just i just hope this guy cleaned up the blood like after the cops came as opposed to someone who was just cleaning up
1: a bunch of evidence oh because you come up they're like what the fuck are you doing is he's just scrubbing the seat being like hey boss tell me i had to clean all these seats and they're like your boss murdered a bunch of sex workers and put them in the back of that car i'm like oh dumb. what am i gonna do now no, I'm the one with all the evidence.
2: That would be – that is that is really sad. sad if you think you're helping. That does happen sometimes in life, especially when you're a kid. You really think you're helping, and then your dad is like, those were all of our tax papers that
1: you're shredding right now. And be like, no, I thought it was trash. Um, well, that's – those are part of the buildup of the, the incidences that they try to say stuff like, he's got a learning disability <laughs> because you did a bunch of shit that they don't understand that you had – a lot of you had good intentions, right? Of course. So no- I don't, I don't think I ever did that. I mean, my shit was very weird behavior with all of the, uh, with me mutilating all of Jackie's Barbie dolls and burying them without any clothes on and no heads on, upside mm-hmm. down in the with their feet sticking out of the
2: yeah. dirt. I don't I don't know if we've talked about this on the show or if this is just another. On the plane or in a car while traveling to shows conversation. But my brother did the exact same thing to all of my toys. And I don't understand why older siblings choose to mutilate the toys of their younger siblings. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make anybody feel better. And it really, it, I mean, I remember I walked into my house and all of my Batmans no longer had hands. I don't know why. And then uh,
1: I, I had um, i had, uh, police academy That's like toys. a true detective Mutilation, yeah. of your of your <laughs> like just to remove the hands. It's so cryptic,
2: very scary. And then I asked my brother why he did it, and then he's just like, "I don't know." Like I just oh. did that, and it was just kind of fun to do. And
1: it's like, well, but what happened? You know? You know what? You know what's nice about just getting it out is that uh, I think it helps because again, I didn't, I never hurt an animal. Um, well, you hurt your never, sister. Yeah, she doesn't count. She hurt me worse. How did she, she hurt, hurt you worse? worse? Psychologically. And she always she was a fighter, and she used to beat on me. And she always just broke to her the blame. You broke her Barbies and buried them. I extemporized. What's the term? I use. I exteriorized my feelings of impotent rage towards the bar- <laughs> Barbies. But you know what? I also think is if I really sit and like try to analyze it. Partially, it's like I definitely like. I definitely liked feeling the lumps on the Barbies, like they were little boobies, right? I definitely like that. And then I would, like, touch the butt a lot. And I'd, like, lick on it. I'd, like, obviously, very strange. I mean, that's what you do, in a way. That was the closest thing I had to breasts that I would touch at the time, especially as a little kid. So I was, like, fascinated with the nude part of the Barbie. And then I wonder if I buried them as almost to hide the evidence of my sexual exploration of the dolls. it
2: literally sounds like what Maniac would do from the film Maniac um, it sounds like perhaps something that Ed Gein might do. Um, and I know for a fact you talk about you were never close to breasts as a child. I've seen the pictures. You were very close uh, to breasts as a child. Um, what do you mean? They were on your body.
1: So, oh, I was fat. <laughs> I was fat. <mad, laughs> hey, yeah, yeah but that's not the – look at this.
2: This is me no satisfaction. Know. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to lick my own tits. All right. Okay. So let's move on. Let's talk about – speaking of serial killers and people who have done horrible things in their past, obviously much worse than the things that we just described from our past, Rose West was in the news. of Back in the news, I missed her so much. I know, right? Of course, it was Fred and Rosemary West. They are – go back and listen to our last podcast episodes on that uh, just demonic couple. They were uh, maybe one of the worst. I think they're top five, some of the worst human beings we've covered, don't you think?
1: When we covered them, I mean, it's there's so many horrible shit that you read that things kind of like gloss over, but the idea of a couple working together, yeah, to uh, do what they did, the amount of torture they did, it was like it was fucked up. Turning a normal, there's also something about like kind of the Ed Gain factor about it, or what we saw with uh, Jerry Brudos, or or like the people that have their fucking, their scary. Uh, workshop of horrors within their own home. Right. And so, like, to me, is something very creepy about that, the idea that they made their own home very infamous. Yes, and of course,
2: uh, tormented their own children, and just go back and listen to those episodes, disgusting stuff involving floorboards and a whole bunch of stuff. Anyway... Rose, let's fast forward. Of course, she was convicted of murdering 10 people in 1995, but this week she just won the HMP prison, Low Newton. Bake Off. Uh, she and won then w- you go and totally redeem yourself. <laughs> she was in this game. up, So she she made, I guess it's her famous Victoria Sponge. Again, she's serving the life sentence. Because she was, I, I don't know, maybe this is good behavior or something like that. She's been given culinary skills in prison. And she's been uh, allowed to use knives and things like that. And she won the award. And evidently, she uses her baking skills and her cooking skills to to win over people in the prison because, believe it or not, there's a lot of tough gals in there, and they don't like her. But when they it's, don't like her, they she gives them a cupcake. Yeah, because then they
1: punch her in a pussy, right? Is that what they do? I don't what know what they do. What to, they, do? They, they, box, they box it out. You know what I uh, – First of all, it was nice that we also looked it up because it looked like she make a she made a Victoria sponge. Right, where if you're a fan of the Great British Baking Show, you know that Mary Berry. This is one of her signature recipes: mm-hmm. tiny butthole mouth. Mary Berry. Oh, her, leave her, her alone. She looks like a skeleton filled with gin. She's British. Um, but what you want to do? What's important? Overall, for Victoria, because normally it's a sandwich. It's two pieces of sponge Ooh. with a nice roseberry, either like you want a, it's normally a jam or a, uh, I believe the term would be a granache okay. that you would put in between the two. And really what you want is a nice, fluffy, I imagine if she did win, and it's true she that Victoria's sponge is very good, yep. I imagine that the texture of that sponge is not grainy it's soft it springs back that's how you know it's properly baked right because that's really you want a good bike, you don't want to have a bit of a soggy bottom right like soggy bottoms so that means that it's not fully baked and what you want is sort of like a nice crust but you don't want it to be too dry and a part of right. making sure it's not dry is that you need a lot of eggs in it well but also not too many eggs because then it becomes like a souffle it's still prison so i'm
2: assuming these aren't the Best cakes around. I'm assuming this isn't the greatest Victoria sponge that's ever been created. I don't know what their uh, I don't know what their kitchen looks like in this prison. Uh, evidently, she's a model prisoner, but this might give a little insight into what she's eating in prison right now. Rose West. She's only 64, by the way. I thought she would be older. Um, no, dude. She suffers from breathlessness and high blood pressure, and has been warned that she must diet or face developing type two diabetes. Or premature death after her weight ballooned to eighteen stone. I don't know what. what it, how much is it? Let's find how much stone? that is.
1: But nonetheless, it seems like she's eating. Two hundred. What is it? Yeah, two hundred fifty-two pounds. Woo. She says that she got. Uh, she was made hopeless by uh, realizing because she kind of had this idea. In her head that she would eventually be released Ah. because she's a crazy person. Right. Uh, And she uh, basically said uh, the depression of realizing that she would always be in there uh, drove her to gain quite a bit of weight. Isn't that so sad? She needs to get on the Jenny Craig or, you know, perhaps just
2: start cutting back on the Victoria sponge cakes. This does seem like she's eating a little bit of her product. It doesn't seem like she just gives well, this stuff to friends. I don't know how often. I don't know what the prison system looks like. It's a heck of a lot nicer than it is here. Maybe they just have a dormitory style kitchen where they can go in and bake whenever they want to, or something like well, that. I don't know where they're getting all the
1: cakes. If she's not doing her outside time, maybe it's that. Also, I'm going to make sure you know this too, and, listen, our listeners, listen, and have our listeners listen to this. Is that if you if you do want to lose weight, you also you don't have to not have cake. A part of it is having, eating it in a modicum. Right. Eating it in a moderation, enjoy it, enjoy it, enjoy it when you're eating it, and then mix it with other foods. I think that also there's a part of it. If you give up the will, you're also going to put on pounds. Sure. And then she's eating a lot of starches. She's very stationary. Right. You know what I mean? And that's that's the stuff that gets you. Got to get 30 minutes of exercise a day.
2: Right. Yes, I can imagine she's probably fairly stationary there, being uh, being locked up as long as she has been. I don't know what the yeah. I don't know what the outdoor activities are like for the uh, for the elderly ladies. They are in the facility. Facility, I can't imagine there's a lot of stuff going on I don't know if they have like the bands that you can exercise with your little feet going forward I don't know if they do yoga or how uh, many, water how, yoga
1: how many calories you think you
2: burn scissoring uh, I really don't know it doesn't seem like they're really doing it's not this is not some hot this is not an adult film Henry this is like real prison and they don't like but each you
1: Can I maybe ask, though, of people that are in these situations, why don't you make it sexy? Well, I do. So then you kind of are into it.
2: Well, I'm not sure. I think they do do that sometimes. They're not allowed to. Um, They're not allowed to.
1: Prisoners are not allowed to have sex with each other? No. They can't. No. No. Definitely. Why?
2: Because there's no fun in prison.
1: You're not supposed yeah, you to can't. enjoy it.
2: What what's the woman we covered? Catherine uh Kathleen Knight, right? Or Catherine Knight? Catherine Knight. Catherine Knight. Yeah. She is like having a ball. She's she got she is like one of the lucky ones who was like prison was made for her. And she didn't yes. even realize that this was like this was a Hilton hotel, uh not a prison. But for the most I part, just... it's it's a waking nightmare.
1: Well, yeah, I understand that, but I feel like if you could figure out how to like, like you like making love to other men, and, or if you already do, then you just kind of lean into that, and then you you have all the pleasures of it being super forbidden. Nobody and people looking because, for you. No, they just they if they
2: know that, then they just you don't get to consent. They are just like they they have at it, and it's very bad it's, stuff. Very see, bad. that scares me. It's horrifying.
1: I don't I don't want it to happen to me. I also read conflicting things about how it's not as prevalent as they want us to think it is. Well, that would be in rough. terms of that. And it's also a terrible way to say that you're happy that it happens to people when they're in jail. I don't think that that is also a good way to uh, live your life. It
2: is more prevalent than people uh, make it out to seem. But nonetheless. that's It is? Oh my God, yeah. But we should. How do you know? Because of all the research. There's so much data on this and it's very difficult to collect the data because no one's collecting any of it. So you just have to go by uh, what the evidence is. And the evidence shows, based on testimony of individuals who get out of prison, that it is quite a significant amount of people uh you mean, did, not, you did, it's not all bacon cakes in there i'll tell you that
1: but we should but t- you don't think they just you don't think they just send in a police officer every once in a while no. to pretend to be no the cops a, w- a prisoner and then he just walks around on all fours no the prison's gonna be like somebody's ready for some backwards ice cream i don't should, think so and they're just like no. waiting for it like like those trap with the bait cars like they do with the shoes no it's not, no it's not happening
2: good good right. lord I don't um, know. All right. I've never been to jail. No, I know. I know. All right, everyone. Well, there it is. Those are basically Gets <laughs> top head. We talk about prison reform. That's something very serious. But nonetheless, we will. Hey, man, I, I I'm digress. down
1: for reforming for prison. I don't think it should be bad. I mean, yeah, it should be bad. But I don't think you should be getting plugged. Okay. Very, very good stance, Henry. Thank you. Uh,
2: all right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for <laughs> listening to the show. Those are basically the true crime stories of the week. Uh, DM me on Instagram at Ben Kissel one I, I will read them. And thank you all so much for submitting your stories. I know for a fact that I look at them, and they always help you. Uh, oftentimes, we've already seen that story, but it's great to get confirmation that
1: people think it's an important story. Um, so that's really great. Thank you. And we got to set up that GD email so people can send it. We can yeah. forget to do this. But we'll set up an email so people can rem- specifically email side stories so you can send us stories. Uh, I love your sub- – all of your suggestions are great. Oh, yeah. And we like hearing what people are interested in uh, so that we can provide some content that you would be interested That's in. That's right. And if you're a sovereign citizen
2: and you say don't tread on me, remember, don't tread on anyone else as well. That's a big yeah, uh, dude. component
1: also, there. Also, why do you have an iPhone? Well, that's how are you listening to anything? It's like and also understand I'm going to kind of wanted to say this in the flat earth episode, too. It's like people want to say like because now uh, we got our requisite uh, we got our requisite responses about how we're shills and we work for the CIA, which is great. Oh, that's fine. I totally Mm. get it. I totally understand. it. But a part of it's like um, if you want to believe that the earth is flat, sure. But understand that there are great conspiracies that are already completely in action and it's over. And a part of it's got to do with the phone you got on your hand. And a part of it's got to do with the way that we live our lives, the way the information is spread. Know for a fact that the corporate uh, overlords that run this country have already done it. Oh, yeah. It's too late. They have. You've been. You got it already. So the only real refuge, the only way to change things on the outside for me is you got to change them on the inside first. Well, I'll tell you one thing, buddy. I have been
2: looking, I still got my Nokia, my Nokia red phone. I used to play Snake on it. One of these days, oh, yeah. I'm getting all off everything. I'm going back to my old school brick phone. You can call me, and you can kind of text me. And that's it, but no emojis and barely words. But
1: uh, I can still do the 8 with all the, the, the bars yes. and with the D on it and make it come. And I can make it come with all the S's.
2: You can do. You can communicate with me in any sixth grade way you would like to.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, everyone. <laughs> but it just uh, yeah, hail Satan! Um, <laughs> I am so excited uh, to. I'm gonna laugh today. You are, but Nat's leaving town. Oh, so I'm not gonna be like loving because right. I live. I enter into a g- cold world of just whatever it is I do alone. Sure, which mostly just involves edibles. Yes, and watching. I'm now on Hellraiser three. We watch. Oh, you're the first watching the whole series, huh? We're watching the whole. Okay, thing. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm not gonna be loving, but I'll be learning. That's good because because of the episode we have coming up. We get, I don't even want to tease with the episode that we're coming up, but I will say it is it's a lot. Yeah, let's just say uh, prison
2: reform will be discussed uh, in in one way or another. That to say the least. All right, everyone. Yeah, we're
1: putting flashlights in all of the that's all not, the things. If we milk them before that, they won't be as horny. I don't think that's the way it works. All right, I everyone, don't... hail yourselves, hail Satan.
2: Magustalations.
1: Hail me and hail Hail Dean, I'm Marcus Oh, hi Marcus <sighs> I'm Marcus Hi
2: <sighs> Marcus Marcus, get back uh, to work, Marcus uh, Yeah, yeah, get back to
1: work, Marcus <laughs> <laughs> Whoosh, whoosh
0: Imagine, you just got home from work, dinner is ready, wine is chilled, and your man has offered you 15 minutes of heaven in the form of a foot massage. And then he says, Your red light therapy session is now complete. What just happened? you found your escape at Palm Beach Tan. Break from the chaos at a Palm Beach Tan near you and leave rejuvenated. Take time for yourself at Palm Beach Tan and take that feeling with you wherever you go. New red light therapy now available featuring Australian gold. Perfect man, not included.